Welcome to yet another episode of the Splitfire Gaming Podcast. This is a exciting brand new guest, so welcome Charlie to uh, the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. So this is not only the first time you've been on the uh, podcast, but also the first time you've ever heard of the channel. Is that correct? <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just a small small channel, independent. <laughs> Two two hundred and one subscribers as of now. <laughs> it's booming. I'm eight hundred no seven hundred ninety nine subscribers away from being monetized, so I can retire. Wow, well, well, that's the dream, isn't it? You, of course, no stranger to um, being on other uh, other podcasts are available. There's a <laughs> reference. Yeah, that is a reference. Perfectly brought up. What what was it like going on on their their one? Uh, it was good. It was good. It was, uh, yeah. I can't complain really. It's a real professional outfit, you know. Much like this, of course. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> they have a studio. Wow. Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, studio. That's what we we'll call it. Uh, is that kind of a behind the curtain thing that it, it actually it's clever camera tricks to make it look bigger than it actually is? Oh, expert camera work from uh, the chieftain. Well, it's better than this because there is no camera work. <laughs> no camera work needed means, well, does that mean it's better? Don't have to it worry? means it's cheaper. Well, there you go. I don't have staff, but then I don't have <laughs> £40,000 a month in subscription revenue coming in <laughs> like the Triple Crown guys definitely do. Yeah, of course. I mean, none of them work. <laughs> no, that's that's what I believe, and I won't be looking into it any further. No, we we just leave it there. Speaking of Triple Crown, there's a segue. Beautifully done. Le- learn from this. <laughs> we went to Triple Crown's narrative event this year, which was Araby Ablaze. Which we, is, uh, um, we did. Which is a one-off, a one-shot. The, the last year was the end of that Athel Lauren adventure, which as a recurring Wood Elf player, was that a hard wrench to go from Athel uh, I mean, to the desert? I'm, I'm, well, I'm actually heartbroken that I never attended a single one of the uh, previous narratives. So, oh, didn't you? Uh, no, I didn't. But part of me is very thrilled because obviously it took a dark turn for the the mighty and true elves of uh, the old world. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have weaker opinions on the wood elves than I do the dark elves. Because <laughs> they're just like petulant children rather than... Uh, well, uh, well, let's let's save this debate. <laughs> just, <laughs> hang on, wait a minute. Save this debate for, for, for fisticuffs. For a yeah, we, we <laughs> might revisit this one in a future episode. <laughs> it, spoilers, um, yeah. So you didn't, as a even though you were a wood elf aficionado, you didn't take the wood elves to Araby. No, no, I got. I, I'd like to think I got peer pressured into uh, taking warriors of corn, but really. Uh, Rob Nixon just sort of said, take them. And I went, okay. He's got that magnetic personality. hasn't? Because he, he, he didn't turn up because of some pathetic <laughs> excuse. Some, that, some uh, weak reason. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't wash over with me. 
No, like he's not pregnant. Exactly. So what it doesn't stop him from going anywhere. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but he did make a associative appearance at the narrative weekend, if you like. Yeah, he he was honoured in a, a name of one of the models. He was indeed. Yeah. What was the? Was <laughs> it the? Um... It was uh, my glorious bone grinder giant. Bone grinder. That was it. Rob Nixon, <laughs> painted with the beautiful ginger beard and Rob's own tattoos on him as well. Wow. There you go. That's dedication. Did he know about that before? He did. He did, oh. yeah. That's all right. He, he, find he, out about to it be me. honest, he specifically requested it. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All, all legit. <laughs> um, well, I suppose normally it's Scott that I go through this with, so if you want to impersonate Scott's oh, I don't, I don't, I've tried a Geordie accent in preparation, but it <laughs> tends to just start being Welsh and then go back to Geordie, so I, I don't know. It's probably one of the ones I'm not very good at. Well, like Rob, Scott also didn't turn up for this one, so it's a narrower contingent from the north. It was just yeah, it was me and somebody who might have won it, technically. Uh, ooh, no, not technically. Let's well, no, he put didn't. it that way. He didn't win, but he had the most successes. That's how it works. That's how it um, works, yeah. So the gist of Araby Ablaze is, if you've never done a narrative before, I strongly recommend them because it, it doesn't, it's a different way of playing the game uh, to the point where you can throw away very valuable units and still win as it's mission point based. So yeah, that's, what, that's certainly what I found anyway. And as you've, anyone who's listened to the one from last year, where I repeatedly said, play the mission to myself and ignored <laughs> myself, I tried not to ignore that advice this term. Um, How did that go for you? Quite well, except in one game. <laughs> but the plot this year is uh, there's, in Araby, there is. Um, uh, Sultan, who's sort of boss of all the little mini-sultans, he's turned into a demon prince. The other sultans aren't happy about this. Um, so his daughter has taken over the kingdom, and there's a rival sultan who wants to take over and become in charge to make sure the taint of chaos hasn't um, infected the kingdoms. Pretty much. Beautifully encapsulated. See, I read the pack. <laughs> I just yeah well I not on, not on the way home like I have done on previous occasions <laughs> yeah well we won't talk about uh, the the first derby death match oh, that's why I didn't realise the comp scores weren't added until weren't added. They, they've done it the, they've fucking done the scores wrong I've been done out of two oh no they haven't two whole points <laughs> I would have been 17th instead of 19th You've put me off now. What was the top? Oh, yeah, Araby. Um, so the good guys are on the side of this uh, guy who's trying to take over the kingdom, which were... Farad. That's him. Yeah. And Jezebella, who's the sultan's daughter, who's wanting to maintain her birthright. Lots of Aladdin-themed inspirations throughout some the more than Some more than others. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you also got a genie. Every army got a genie to help them. Um, it was one of uh, it was earth, water, air, and fire, 
Um, yeah. There was a wish dice mechanic, which was pretty good. I thought it was. I, I really enjoyed that wish dice mechanic, actually. Uh, I just think if you didn't actually forget about it in the first game, like some people did, uh, it actually could come up trump. It, it also made certain things, spells, saves, and that a lot less of a sure thing because if you're rolling characteristic tests, it's that easy to sw- save your character or save your big thing by swapping yeah. it out for a one. Which yeah, is I mean, really, I, really, really important. It came out a lot more often than uh, I thought it would. Yeah, I was just hoping to get one, one five out of the three wish dice, just so I had that automatic past ward save on the Demon Prince. Did it happen very often? Uh, twice, I think. I think I, I failed. I think I failed to get the wish dice once, though, but didn't die. It's it's acceptable. Acceptable trade off. You had, that, to have a, you, had, you had to pass a leadership to use your wish dice, didn't you? Yeah, leadership test on the lead, genie's unmodified leadership. Couldn't re-roll it, and they were yeah. leadership eight. Yeah, so it wasn't uh, wasn't a sure thing. But if you know anything about how I roll leadership tests, there's a <laughs> the second game I didn't pass any. Um, but it, <laughs> these <laughs> things happen with genies. So what did you take? What was your list that you went to so, Araby with? Uh, obviously, the Demon Prince was mandatory. Um, uh, so I had Demon Prince Kenneth. Uh, Mark of Corn, which... You're taking this seriously. <laughs> Kenneth? Um, Kenneth with uh, Mark of Corn. Um reason I took that will become apparent later in the list. Uh, you also had to run Marauders, so... I was weighing up whether to take a small unit of Marauders, just get them out of the way, and then take an actual competitive unit in core, like Warriors. But that's not narrative, so I just went with 39 Marauders with Flails and full command. Well known, as, well known as the powerhouse of the um, Warriors list. I mean, I, I didn't realise how, just how bad they were. <laughs> um, Aren't they just like state troops, just you, on a you, bigger base? Uh, they're swordsmen on a bigger base with yeah. plus one initiative. That's all right. Um, and also plus one attack because they mark a corn, of course. Uh, but you could. What was nice is you could take one unit of chaos knights as core. So I had five chaos knights of corn in core because I'm never going to use them otherwise. I should probably um, point out you didn't have to take. They had narrative lists for each army, which switched around some of the things you could take like knights in core for example yeah you didn't have to take a narrative list um but it was worth two mission points per mission if you did yeah i i, I think everyone but one from memory took a narrative list i think that's right um so yeah so that's why i had knights in core and then the reason i think most people when they took chaos took corn was because you could have skull crushers in special and more than one unit of skull crushers in special if your demon's prince was caught. Well, <laughs> by the rate they were being turned out, I assume the realm of chaos was completely devoid of completely empty juggernauts. juggernauts yeah, because yeah. I had two units of four uh, with standard and musician and in source of weapons. Because um, I don't think I'll ever be able to put eight skull crushers on a table. Ever again, <laughs> unfortunately, um, because it was one of my favourite things of the weekend. 
from memory. Uh, and then what, what else did I, have? I add? Oh, Matilda, my Gore Beef Chariot, ever present in my list because it's just basically a really slow dragon, isn't it? Is it top of the six? Top of the six, five wounds and a three yeah. up arm save. Not a farm. Um, they're so good. <laughs> um, and then in, in, in rare, we had Grobnitz and the Bone Grind Giant. Oh, and a BSB. And what was the... Um, every narrative army had an army-wide ability as long as the general is alive. Yeah, so mine was that I just get plus one combat resolution and on the turn I charge. So a charge is worth two combat resolution. That's pretty good. It, it did come at trumps a couple of times, actually, um, just to stop me losing combat more than me winning by a landslide. Um, but uh, but it was nice. What did the what did the high elves bring to Araby? Well, the narrative list was uh, it was supposed to be Imric's sister who'd been exiled for one reason or another from Kalador. So it was very dragon themed. So you had to take a mage an arc mage on a dragon of some description so i took a arc mage of death your favorite law on a moon dragon because you can't actually afford a star dragon and a level four arc mage you know flying level four on death no one no one asked for that nothing says fluff <laughs> and narrative like a level four like count manfred yeah that's how it works um now, I, I could have actually fit four dragons into this list, but I bottled it and only put three oh. in. So I took a noble, but most of the thing, everything that could take something with the word dragon in it actually did. So uh, Archmage on Moon Dragon, then a noble Battlestander Bearer on a horse with... Um, I just realised he's... I'm reading my list. I just realised he had a magic item, which I never used and probably could have used in... Never mind. Uh, so he, he had um, dragon armor. So there's the dragon connection there. Two <laughs> units of Illyrian Reavers with full command because a lot of these missions, having read They're the pack this pace, time, yeah, they? having read the missions before I wrote the list, thought you're going to need some banners. So they were a ludicrously expensive 125 points <laughs> just to get the core tax out of the way. Uh, 15 silver helms with full command. Uh, nine dragon princes um, with the banner of the world dragon because it's a dragon themed list and therefore it's therefore it's okay. It is okay. <laughs> oh yeah, and the uh, what is it? Stubborn within twelve inches dragon. Yeah, that, that's, that's like, what. I, that's that, more that's what okay I, as well, isn't it? That's more what I took it for because that's <laughs> pretty good on dragons. It although very good. it didn't actually come in that helpful. Um, but you could take uh, the Storm of Magic dragons, so the normal dragon, which is equivalent to a moon dragon. It's a six. Oh, it's, is it sixes? It's sixes, yeah, the normal one. The young dragon's five. I think I could have fit five dragons in if I'd taken young dragons, but they're not that great. <laughs> but a sixes dragon's pretty good. So yeah. Um, fire dragon in special. Um, and in rare, I took a great dragon. Which is well, a, a star dragon. It is equivalent for star dragon. Yeah. Um, but he was he had the black dragon breath uh, because he's painted like a carmine dragon. I thought I'll make him a black dragon, but that breath didn't come in handy. What's the all. black dragon breath? Is that minus three for 
armor saves are strength four. It's minus three. You take a leadership test at minus three, and if you fail it, you can't charge something. Oh, that's, that's pretty decent, actually, isn't it? It came up zero times in the whole... <laughs> <laughs> because the whole plan with this list is just charge Bretonian style, get in range and charge everything in and hope for the best. So, yeah, all this, you know, dancing around, flaming something, forget that. That just went straight into charge whatever's in front of us with mixed results. And I took a water (laughs) genie because um, his spell, is it all the genies had a spell of getting a mission point or an individual bound spell? And his was minus one initiative and leadership. And pairing with a death mage, I thought that would be quite handy. That was quite useful, yeah. But it never came off. So, oh well, the the genie I took was an earth genie, um, simply because of the other bound spell, not the mission point one, um, but plus one toughness on chaos is is pretty nice. You can't get it any other way. So, I thought toughness five skull crushers is horrible. Yeah, um, toughness four marauders is less horrible. It makes them all right. <laughs> so, just about survivable. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that um, I probably should have gone for an Earth Genie. Now that I think although, about it, because Toughness Four Elves is pretty good. Yeah, although Water Genies were, I thought about it because they're immune to Death Snipes, weren't they? So yeah, um, I think there were a couple of missions where if you lost your Genie, you lost something like D three mission points or something like that. And um, I thought Water uh, Death Snipe in a, a Genie might come up more than that. Yeah, I think it did. I don't think anyone got death sniped. Uh, Except maybe maybe, maybe someone who played you, I don't know. No, uh, well, <laughs> it wasn't a snipe. <laughs> In my defence. <laughs> but we'll get on to that. Uh, this is, because um, I wrote this list, and then there is a background to it, but I came up with and ran with a whole different background to this. Um in that it was some sort of mid-2000s uh, neocon warhawk from Calador going on some sort of regime change mission. And uh, it was quite disturbing how fun playing that, <laughs> that role actually was. Uh, well, you kind of think how many dragons you could fit into a normal... You've tried it before. Uh, the most I've first three, but that's two dragon mages. Two characters. Yeah. Because they can't take dragons as normal monsters. So this just frees you up to do whatever you wanted. Well, you can if you take the Triple Crown pack, like the monstrous pack, Alan. Yeah, but that's... Come on, get six on the board. <laughs> that's what people want to see. Could you do six? Yeah, we could two, do two, two dragon mages, star dragon, prince, or uh, well, moon dragon, and then um, two normal dragons. Would that fit into the normal dragons? Are 300. Yeah, so there you go. Two normal dragons. So that, what's that? Five. That's five. There you go. Five dragons and a brick of spearmen. I hope there's not many cannons. <laughs> I, I'm expecting lots of cannons soon. Well, that's the way it's tilting. That's probably a yeah. bad time to bring in the six dragon list or whatever it is. Six, yeah. But in my head, the priests of all had pressured the 
Caledorian government because they had all these weapons they've made that aren't being used to join in the invasion of Araby as a way to sell their weapons. So that was my whole theme. Right. Uh, what Arms dealer. A high elf arms dealer. Uh, or private Is that what you were going into Araby as? Yeah, private military contractors, <laughs> uh, reconstruction contracts. You know, so, so, so the democracy, has, the democracy angle's gone, and it's now arms dealing. Well, the democracy and freedom angle was just a. Co- I'm not getting political here. It was just a cover <laughs> up for selling loads of weapons. So uh, the uh, Raytheon, spelt like Wraith, and uh, Caliburton instead of Halliburton. Let's see, that's some. 11 o'clock show style satire for, for you there, if, if anyone remembers that. Oh, I'm afraid that's gone over my head. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, I think I've got the missions up here. So, there was an Arabi ablaze. Because um, there's, yeah, I was saying there's five different missions. Five new missions, yeah. And I really liked them actually. I thought they were really good. Yeah, because they were all very different. They were. They weren't just simple like they weren't all land grabs or all sort of banner based ones. So I think that was a decent mix. Um Yeah, so the first one uh, let me just probably get this on the screen actually. Uh, There we go. Let's see, it's amazing. Technology. Liqu- liquid. <laughs> it's like I've done this before. So the first one was uh, Seize Ground. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's normal 12-inch deployment zone, but halved, um, and you deployed in one quarter. Yeah. And then you had to deploy in the opposite quarter. Yeah, so it was corner sort of deployments, opposite corner deployment. And I think the missions were the mission points were at the end of game. Whoever had the most uh, sort of standard or scoring units in that corner won that corner. Sorry, that's gone. Um, yeah, so you had to if you had more yeah if you had more standards in the table quarter which you i again it. read this compact it's not the actual full quarter it's the deployment quarter um you got an extra mission point yeah and, and is it if you had the most banners at the end of end of the game you got d3 uh, this one was if you got a mission point every time an enemy unit standard or battle standard was slain there was one like that later on yeah and Eugenie counted as a banner yeah so you could just if you if you kept him out of harm's way you could just run him into a quarter mine didn't mine just loitered for a lot of the games but <laughs> you could have done that um, so that was the first one the second one was hold the line um, which is standards um, battle line deployment and this one, um, you had to get as many of your standard bearers in the enemy deployment zone as possible. Yeah, it was like a breakthrough scenario, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
And if you killed the genie uh, for the pause inside, you got D3 mission points. One. Uh, the third one was uh, Point of the Spear, which was a bit like uh, what's the banners one called? Uh, Blood and Glory. Blood and Glory deployment. Um, and that's where you had to put a token in the other side's uh, board half, and then you had to get units near the six within six inches of that token, and yeah. you got a mission point at the end of the battle round. So that's where the advantage to go in second came. Yeah. On that one. Uh, and if your genie was on the winning side of a round of close combat, you got a mission point. The fourth one was... This was a weird one. Sacrifice. Yeah. So there was... Uh, you deployed in a two-foot-by-two-foot two um, square on opposite sides of the board. And then there's three tokens down the center line of the board... And if you've got a character touching that uh, token... Or a genie. Or a genie. Uh, they immediately took a wound and got a mission point. Yeah. And you could kill your characters to get mission points, which is where the I whole... You could only, I think you could only kill your genie to get the uh, sort of minus D6. Yeah, you could either, the genie could either get one point or he could sacrifice himself uh, and then the opponent lost D6 mission points. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty interesting because you start killing off your own characters just for points. But yeah. that's the way the narrative works. Yeah, that's again, let's play the mission. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was um, like meeting engagement, but it was twelve further inches. apart. Yeah, it, was, it was twelve inches to the center line rather than six, um, and that was every time you miscast you the opponent's score miscast, you got a mission point. If you kill the general, you got a mission point. Uh, you got three mission points if the genie was still alive at the end of the game. And at the end of the game, you got D3 mission points if you had the most standard bearers alive. Yeah. So this is sort of a an interesting counter to the, well, I'll just six dice the mission point spell. Because if yeah. you do that, it's pointless. You loot. Yeah, you just cancel it out. Yeah. So you're wasting your display casting dice. So they were all really good really different um missions yeah it wasn't yeah, just the, i really enjoyed them yeah it, like you're saying before it wasn't just the well you've got to take that bit you've got to hold that bit it was you had to make different decisions get different units elsewhere in each one um, yeah and yeah I, just change each game it couldn't be sort of you couldn't build your list to no. essentially do land grabs yeah you had to had to think about it differently and i thought like you said at the start, it just changes the way you play the game. So, yeah. And I feel like right. this this one, the fourth one, for example, it, it starts giving you a headache weighing things up because it's a ra- this one's a random length game. So it could end in turn yeah. five or it could end in turn seven. So you're thinking, if I sacrifice the genie now and I roll a one, I've lost my genie, I can't cast the mission point spell anymore and I haven't stopped the opponent from winning. Yeah. But all these sorts of things come into it, which is... I, I kind of like that. It yeah, makes you think about what to do. I, I, see, I don't think, thinking about that scenario now, someone who, say, running Forks and Goblins or, or Lizard Men could just run a load of skink characters and or goblin characters and just sacrifice them cheaply. Like, what's that? Or, like, Skaven Warlock Engineers for 15 points. 
yeah. two wounds. That's two mission points. <laughs> Just take four of them. That's eight mission points. Well, I was also, th also thinking if you'd taken life magic, you could just put someone yeah. on there and just cast cheap spells and just regenerate yeah. the wound and keep <laughs> stacking up mission points. Narrative cheese. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I thought of that after or during the battle. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, it's yeah. not death, it's lower life this time. Yeah, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought they were really interesting missions yeah um, i do yeah i do just something a bit different so how did your first battle go which was seize ground uh, yeah this one was the uh land grab essentially wasn't it yeah um so i was up against uh ogres um and that was sort of the, uh, the ogre fluff was uh, Manny to school essentially, um, so they could have one unit in one unit of man eaters in core, um, and the bull unit that they had also got sort of a pseudo been there done that rule. Uh, so they could have one uh, been there done that rule for as long as the general was alive. That's pretty um, good. It's pretty good, yeah. Uh, so I was up against Jake Gray's ogres. Um, really nice guy. Uh, coming into the weekend, I thought Ogres could be quite a nice matchup for me. Um, I just thought, as long as they don't take loads of small units, I might be able to just blow through them. I mean, four skull crushers can blow through pretty much anything. Yeah, uh, to that. So you can see on the right there. He had his fire genie. Um, I'm surprised at how many people took a fire genie. I thought he was the worst one, personally, but yeah. Because he, that, what was the fire genie's bounce spell? It was something like minus one armor save and D3 strength four hits. To me, that doesn't sound great. Fire genie, uh, yeah, D3 strength 4 hits, flaming hits, and minus 1 armor save till the caster's next magic phase. It was a hex, though, so they could do those hits in combat, which is quite nice. Um, but yeah, he had his fire genie there behind a horde of what's that? What's that? 6, 12, so 11. 11 lead belchers, which is absolutely horrific. Um, <laughs> And he's also got his BSB in there who had one of the campaign uh, banners, Banner of Filth, which was poison attack, just in general. Oh, so shooting had, poison. He, yeah, he had 11d6 poison shots. I'm glad I never faced this list. <laughs> yeah, and we worked out it was 42 shots on average he should be getting uh, with poison and minus two to armor save. Uh, so that was horrific. Um, and then in the middle in that wood, he had his big brick of, uh, I think it was 12 bulls. Uh, he only had a butcher in there, I think. And then he had his two units of man-eaters on the left of that, that wood. Um, so he had one unit with the typical snipe poison double ogre, hand, uh, ogre pistols, uh, a unit of eight there, and then he had a unit of... Six 
man eaters with Dublin Swift Stride, I think, and that had his tyrant and uh, another butchering, I think. So it was uh, it was an interesting list. It was one that I was just thinking I'm just going to have to get up the board as quick as possible. Is that the entire army? Yeah. So this is where I started to feel slightly more confident because it's just that. Um, yeah, and there's my list. So I completely had the drops on him, which was nice because I could just put things sort of just far enough away where I'd get a nice movement phase, or he could take first turn and not be able to shoot me even if he had to move up. Uh, so yeah, I was just the knights there. You can see at the bottom are just literally just going for a land grab, and they're going to sit in the corner. That that was their plan. Everything else just moves up. So yeah, um, and then on to turn one. He got turn one, and obviously, ogre, uh, those hand cannon things have only got range eighteen, I think, or even twenty four. He's out out of range for twenty four, so he couldn't shoot me the first turn. Um, so that allowed he just sort of moved out to the left with his two man eater units to try and essentially go for the, for the corner and sit in that for the rest of the game but yeah he couldn't do any wounds to me on the first turn so it was it was really quick first turn um he was only running sort of a, a level two on more maybe so it, yeah nothing much happened the first two turns it was a really quick game i think we were done before i, I think i went over to your game after hours and you were on something like turn four that just looks really compact that ogre army just in i know yeah. it's you are deployed in like it's only what um it's 12 by 24 20 yeah so it's i think i know it's it's three feet in it because it's half the oh um, by 36 isn't yeah. it yeah but still you seem to have made maximum use of, of the space yeah. available i was just I was, well i just thought I'm, it was first mission of the weekend so your mantra of play the mission was fresh in my mind. <laughs> it was just like, for God's sake, play the mission, Charlie. Like, do not get carried away with just charging. <laughs> uh, so I just thought, right, the Marauders can just move up into that corner and sit there for the entire game. I don't care about them. Um, and like you say, with the mission points, big, big expensive monsters like Star Dragons, Bone Grinders, Demon Princes, they don't score you anything. So you can just use them as nuclear missiles and go and kill stuff which i really enjoyed because you don't have to worry about losing your general or or your 375 point monster it is quite refreshing to having lost like a third quarter of your army's points allowance in one or two models going <laughs> that's fine yeah that's absolutely fine no, no worries it doesn't really affect much this awful unit of marauders is where the where the pain train is <laughs> Um, so, so as you can see now, sort of things have redeployed for Jake. Um, he's moved his man eaters over, and he's had to turn them because he's seen Grobnicks and thundering up the board. Um, and with Just the like real life. yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, he was there in spirit, uh, and then the two skull crusher units. I was actually really happy with how I played this um, because you've got all those shots, and they don't suffer anything but cover. So I just thought, all I'm going to do is run that the two units behind each other, give the front unit plus one toughness, so they're wounded on fives, 
and he can't really hit the second unit. Um, and then the gore beast is just trundling up the board as fast as possible, which isn't fast, it's six inches a turn. Um, but he, he managed to get 37 shots on his first dead belchers, and about nine of them were poison. So he didn't have a great luck with the dice, to be honest. Um, so he managed to kill one skull crusher. That was it from his man eaters and lead belchers. Just one skull crusher. And was that the critical turn, as in next turn you get in the charge? Uh, I'd say the next one's probably the critical yeah. turn um, because he's, he's still quite a way away from me. Uh, I think he's something like. He had, I had to charge. It was sort of a 16-inch charge. So it was a nine on three dice. Um, unfortunately, I failed the first one. Uh, so he had another round of shooting. But again, I don't think he did much. Uh, but Rob Nixon did. Rob Nixon had a great turn two. <laughs> yeah. I think it's on the next one. It just, it's... Yeah. I mean, arguably my favourite thing of the weekend, but Rob did do some other magnificent things this weekend. He uh, he ran into his character bus of man-eaters, and they were stubborn swift strides, strength seven, with four attacks on the front rank, I think they get, and three fur behind. Um, but they were all, every single one of them, except the tyrant had a great weapon, so I was going first. Oh, nice. Um which, when you're in Initiative 1, is just big fantastic. Thing, yeah. um, so his tyrant swung at me and did no wounds. Just completely fluffed his attacks. Did no wounds because I'm toughness 7. And uh, I went to roll uh, Grob's attacks, and it was pick up and. Uh, so he picked up the tyrant. The tyrant missed his attack on a 3-up. So Grob threw the tyrant off the board. Because <laughs> this is the first time I was using a giant, so I didn't know they just picked up the model and it was dead. Nothing, just no saves, nothing. No D6 wounds, just pick up and dead. Um, so it was throwback into combat, but that didn't, didn't do anything. It did no wounds. And the tyrant was dead, so I just said he threw him off the board. Just had enough of him. And then he got the thunder stomp on the unit. I assume that was quite effective. It's TD6, it was, isn't it? No, it's only D6, but you can thunderstomp everything except right. other other things like him. Um, so you can thunderstomp other monsters as well. I thought Bone Grab was uh, 2D6. No, uh, Skullcrackers. So Chaos Dwarf Skullcrackers. Yeah. They're 2D6 thunderstomp. But uh, yeah, so Grob picked up the tyrant, threw him off the board. Um, and that lost his Bulls unit. Uh, I think they had poison with additional hand weapons. Um, oh, so they so lost that, the army-wide. They lost, they, out, they lost the army-wide ability of one of the been dead done that. Um, so that was good. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've got many other pictures of this game. I think Unfortunately, my picture-taking game, uh, game is not, not brilliant. Um, but essentially what happened was the skull crushers just went into the bull unit, massacred it. They stuck and got charged in the flank with man eaters. Um, but by that time, my Gorby's chariot was an absolute champion. 
it charged into the lead belcher horde killed the bsb immediately which meant no more poison then killed enough to make the uh lead belchers over two rounds of combat lose lose combat and be ran down so i got them and then eventually over the last couple of turns my skull crushers minced the man eaters and the uh bulls so eventually all that jake had was his genie which i couldn't have unfortunately get and i think i won handsomely by 11-6 so it was a really good start to the, the tournament i've don't i've only won one first round game at a tournament so yeah great times start as you know how about you one. well uh i fought um some demons um so because of that bizarre deployment um that looks like a very strange deployment well because i know they've got the speed and I, there's nothing really that's going to hit me first turn there's no cannons or anything so I'm not, no. I'm not that concerned about bunching them up so i deployed like that but as as you find out because the dragon princes are like where they are they're that much further away to get to anything yeah so but so when they scatter they're like i'm trying to keep the um silver helms and the dragon princes together but uh, anyway so i'm I'm fighting in its slanesh allied with zinch and their army-wide thing is as long as the general's alive they don't suffer any of the negatives on the demonic um the Reign of Chaos chart, which is really, oh, so really good. Nurgle doesn't hit Zinch and Corn doesn't hit Slenna. No, they don't suffer anything. So it, that's really good. That you're um, the only person that suffers is the opponent. Oh, that's really good actually, because that means they won't get summoned back or lose what minus one more time. Yeah, it's um, yeah. It, it, <laughs> John was probably getting, change with it. John was probably getting annoyed because I was getting. And it doesn't affect you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and it doesn't affect you. No. Do, do they still get the plus one ward save? Uh, yeah, I think it's just the, um, you know, the, the gods that hate each other. Yeah. It's just that. It doesn't affect them. In fact, I'll, I'll tell you, it's on the comps. And... That's, uh, that is good. Uh, that takes the random nature of playing demons out of the equation, doesn't it? It's certainly helpful that you're not going to get Destroyed by your own yeah. hands of magic. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. There's the the list. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, Demons of Chaos. So their rule is: uh, while the general's alive, you may ignore your own units when determining who is hit by Rock Glorious Rock and Corn's Wrath on the Reign of Chaos results. Okay. So nobody's getting the bad stuff. You just you can yeah. get the minus one ward save, but yeah, deal with that, I suppose. But anyway. So he's got um, the Demon Prince, which I don't know if I've got a better picture of this, actually. That was, a, was it a Demon Prince or a Keeper of Secrets? It was a Demon Prince. Um, it was a Demon it, Prince. It had to take a Demon's Demon Prince, which is... Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, you say that. But um, anyway, <laughs> I tried to... I think he goes first, actually. But anyway, um, by turn two, I've charged the... Um, Silver Helms and the uh, Seven's Dragon into the. I can never remember what these are called. Are the monstrous cavalry Slanesh things? Monstrous cavalry, the fiends. Uh, fiends, sorry, yeah. Fiends, yeah. Um, 
Now, this is standard rubber lance syndrome in that um, <laughs> they die. A few of them, you'll notice, are dead going through the woods. Uh, and then this doesn't do anything. So this just lasts for way longer than I, th I think it should. Um, but I do use the genie ability to get that charge off because I rolled a six, I think it was six, five, five or something. So I swapped the six over there. I might as well, before I forget to use it completely, yeah. might as well do that. So it, because he's deployed the bigger units away because of the deployment, away from the cavalry and anything that hit them, I've got to sort of make a decision about whether to try and get to them with the cavalry or just forget it and just try to go what's nearer. So I yeah. just thought, I'll go for whatever's nearest. That's a soul grinder in the middle. Next to the flamers, yeah, um, that's, a that's a job for your dragon. <laughs> yeah, um, and I've seen what they can do against dragons. Or yeah, well, they're horrific if you're going against a low initiative. Which uh, he's initiative two, the big dragon. <laughs> that's what I wish dice is for. <laughs> True, but um, I I didn't really know. I didn't really have a plan for this. Um, because the things I want to hit or I'm going to be best at are miles away and the things that are going to be tougher um, and closer to me and I kind of get the demon prince and the the death magic's not it's not brilliant against Slanesh it's alright against Zinch yeah how many Zinch units did he have? so he's got the flamers and he's got two units of horrors in the uh, big right. horrors in the back and I think that's a Zinch soul grinder and he's got the screamers off to the top uh, right there so they're going round mm -hmm. dueling with the um sil uh, sorry the reavers which are they've got nothing to do which are land grabbing yeah so you know you could push them into the um but then he can't get the deployment zone because he's deployed he's walled off his deployment zone quite well so he, yeah fast calf can't sneak round um so that fight doesn't really do anything um the, me mage sort of goes round the back um because i think well it's, but I, I realize about a third of the way through the game that this is the banner killer one you know play the mission and uh <laughs> i haven't killed any banners and the units i've gone for don't have any banners so the mage goes for the pink horrors round the back a purple suns of you, uh, I, think, I think he gets it. I think he gets it. One of them off, um, and it doesn't do that much damage. But because it's depleted one of the units in the building, um, by the time two turns further on, I managed to wipe out that unit in combat. Yeah. So that was quite helpful. But this, um, even though I am a Demons of Zinch player, uh, I charged the. Oh, no, they charged me. I thought that'll be fine. Then he cast hysterical frenzy on them, and I thought still probably be fine. So he he brings he manages to wound the um, mage and bring him down to one wound, and I use his genie dice to save him uh, to pass his ward save. I think that's fine. And then I thought, oh no, there's the uh, the blue horror rule. So I think he had sixteen blue horror attacks. Like I, I thought, I've massively miscalculated here. Fortunately, they all fail to wound him. I, I had no idea that these blue horror attacks existed. Yeah, so every time a, a pink horror dies, I think it gets either one or D3, two or 
D3, depending on the upgrade, um, yeah. hits or attacks back. So it's split into the blue horrors and then the blue horror just wanders off. So the more <laughs> than you kill, the more attacks that are coming back against the mage. He's only toughness three and only needs one wound to kill him. But fortunately, I get away with it. Um, the demon prince charges into the side of the uh, star dragon and that just goes on forever so he makes a load of his ward saves and um because it's strength it's toughness seven it doesn't get wounded so they, yeah yeah it, so they just do nothing for the remainder of the i think i don't even think they got kicked the uh, demon prince died at the end um but fortunately because i've realized halfway through the game that i'm supposed to be playing the mission i kill the pink horrors there with the dragon uh, my other dragon, the other moon dragon equivalent, goes after the other um, unit of pink. It goes into the flamers in the side and then overruns into the other unit of pink horrors. So it might, again, managed to get two um, banners there. And I've cast enough of the mission point spell. And I think I won by six to four. But I, oh, I, was, nice game. I was convinced I'd lost at the end until he said, oh, no, I've only got four. Like, oh, so those. I think those two extra castings of the mission point spell were crucial, and the um, because by the end of it, I had all that mess in the middle sort of drifted over to his side. So yeah. I had more. I think I could claim another more. banner for for being in yeah. there. Um, with, more fortifications. Yeah, um, because his banner units had been depleted. I think he only had the the Slanesh unit had sort of come round. To try to come after the uh, dragon princes because he tried to charge the chariot and the uh, demonettes into the dragon princes, but he failed like by one each time. Like, that's horrendous stuff, but it worked out all right for me. So it was a good good start. Yeah. We both started on a win. Yeah, oh. but very good. After that, I think the bad guys had started off winning overall. Uh, yeah, I think we were ahead after round one, yeah. Um, and I think I've only got one picture of your... I don't even know if this... I think this might... Yeah, this will be my only game two picture, I think. Mm. Um, because... No, that's not it. Oh, no, that's game three. So game game two... I was up against um, Dave Churchill's High Elves. And unlike another High Elf player, he <laughs> didn't bottle it and went no, for four dragons. And he <laughs> gave me a load of grief for that, but fair enough. <laughs> yeah, he went for four dragons. And I want to use this moment to say this is why I didn't take any photos at all, because he plopped four massive dragons. Some of them were huge as well, because they were like third party or 3D printed. Uh, so he popped him on the table and I just, it, like flop sweat <laughs> just descended upon me as I thought, oh God, no. Because um, it was the breakthrough scenario as well. So it was just like get units into your opponent's uh, deployment zone. I was like, oh, that's fine. These dragons can't, can't get, they, they don't have banners, so they don't count. Uh, and then he dropped three units of Reavers with banners in. And I was just like, well, this this army's not made to deal with fast cav. 
Uh, so I just thought he'd have he had three units of five with re, uh, Reavers with sort of the the bow spears uh, musician and banners. He then had a really big unit of fourteen or fifteen silver helms. Uh, he had a small unit of five dragon princes. Uh, he had a sixes dragon, another sixes dragon. Five's dragon and a seven's dragon. Uh, I think one of the sixes was the Archmage, obviously. Um, but on Heavens, which I thought was a, an interesting choice, because he only, he only had two two units of sort of heavy cavalry, and one was only five big. So, but when you think about Heavens magic, you think like Bretonians or fully mounted Empire for the rerolling ones that armor saves. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you drop a comet with Heavens and all your stuff flies around the board, you kind of saying I'm not going to comment where the bad, bad guys are because you're just going to hit your own stuff. That, um, the um, narrative list did, for High Elves did seem to push you in that direction. You know, either take the big unit of Dragon Princes yeah. and not the extra dragon or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just... I, to be honest, the, the main thing I was actually worried about I was still in at this point in my head playing the missions, uh, uh, so I was just like, right, I don't know what I'm going to do with these reavers. So I just thought, right, the demon prince can just be on reaver duty. Maybe, maybe Terra one off because they were they were right on the flanks, uh, one on my right flank and one and two on my left flank. So I just thought, right, the demon prince can try and tear them off the board, maybe flame them off the board, and possibly charge one. Um, Grob had another incredible moment in this game which probably did trump throwing the tyrant off the board uh which so the the gorbis and grob went into the dragon princes obviously just wiped them out immediately that was about turn two it might have even been turn one because he took yeah it was turn one because he took turn, turn one um so they went up uh grob then overran needed a 12 to get into the silver helms got an 11 so just <laughs> Just parked in front of the silver. I wasn't that bothered because he's they're they're only strength five on the charge. He's toughness seven. So I just figured that it, that'll be fine. I don't care how many attacks they've got. They shouldn't shouldn't do ten sixes. Even with the G um, dice, you're not going to do that. Are you? No, exactly. Uh, whereas the dragons were just causing me an absolute nightmare. They were just flying around the board, parking themselves in front of knights, parking themselves in front of. Goldcrusher's just saying, come on, hit me. It's like that scene in Matrix where it's just Morpheus just going, come on, stop trying to hit me. Um, so I charged my knights, I think, into the back of one of the, the, the Seven's Dragon and through some miracle held it up for one turn and didn't die. Uh, and then got charged by one of the Six's Dragon and got annihilated. Grob then got charged by the Silver Helms, and they did six wounds, which completely blew my mind. Um, and obviously, the only, the, the only thing that goes against the Bone Grinder is it's just not got any save. It relies on that high toughness. Uh, so I was down to four wounds. <laughs> um, but Elf Shooting's pretty good against them. In the, yeah. Well, rolling like, sixes. I was just thinking, oh, God, like if I come up against Lizardmen, I'm dead. <laughs> Like just 
two units of skinks over two turns are just going to kill him. Um, thankfully, that didn't happen. But I then, I, I had nothing to do with my skull crushers. I was just trying to get them into positions where I could hopefully take out one dragon at a turn. Um, and they just didn't. I think, I don't even, I think I killed one, one of his dragons. Um, but because they weren't scoring points, it, it just didn't bother me that they were on my side. Rob then eventually sadly got killed after killing maybe three of the silver helms. That's it. He got killed by the silver helms. <laughs> and then Dave reminded me that they fall over. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. So I threw the scatter dice and I could not have placed it any better. <laughs> <laughs> it fell. And we just, just, just started burst out laughing because it just fell directly onto the silver helms. Each one's strength eight d six wounds. Is that in a nice silver helm bush shape? Because of yeah, yeah. And it was completely dead unit, just off the board immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Grobs died in two games, but he's thrown a tyrant off the board and kill and fallen on an entire bus of silver helms and killed them. So yeah, I was pretty happy with Grob there again. Absolutely ludicrous. I, did, I just didn't know what was going on. Um. He then eventually, I think, wiped out one unit of skull crushers. Uh, he sat one unit of reavers on my right board corner, which was just in, in amongst my pile of dead, which included 39 marauders in a BSB, which died on turn two. <laughs> Bar dragon. Um, I couldn't do anything about those reavers, but it was only through a complete bit of blind luck that I managed to get a win by one. Mission point. I think we'd sort of. I was trying to cast mission points, but he had plus four wizard levels on me, so I couldn't really. And I wasn't rolling mis, uh, miscasts. Uh, so Kenneth Hera charged. No, he, he charged one of the reavers. They elected to flee, and then they failed their rally test right on my board edge and fled off the board. Uh, on the leadership, not. Yeah, and that and the banner's gone. Uh, gone. And it's not in my sort of um, deployment anymore. And I just walked up my other unit, Skull Crushers, walked up my um, genie. And I think it ended up just being my genie and my Skull Crushers in his deployment zone. And he had one unit of Reavers in mine. And that was it. <laughs> it ended up being 6 5 to me. Uh, so I'd started day. One with two wins, which was just unfortunately it meant it was likely going to be on the top table, uh, which terrified the life out of me. They were ratcheting up the scoreboard. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. It was all to do with Grob. Well, he's doing the work for you. I know. He, I, Grob Nixon, MVP. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my game two was against uh, Warriors of Chaos. So this wasn't um, a narrative list. So I think he had he had a unit of five um, Skull Crushers with a character in, and then a, a big unit of Warriors. Uh, it's all corn, a Demon Prince of Corn, some dogs, uh, a Hell Cannon, and I think that was it. Um, so yeah, he's missing. He's missing the Marauders. I don't. Th I don't think we could take a Hell Cannon. 
So that's what made it not a narrative list, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was no hell cannon for this, was there? Um, no. So uh, I just deploy in a line. So there's dragon, dragon. The silver helms there next to them is the dragon princes. You'll see the um, in the bottom left. That's where my uh, wizard went. Again, this is a high initiative army. So purple sun. You know the, the standard very technical tactic that you've got to sort of line up in a line and blast purple sun repeatedly and until the army's dead yeah even even the other death knights aren't great against the demon prince are they yeah, high leadership high initiative high strength high, strength, high, toughness. high toughness so there's there's nothing i mean i think turn one achilles bsb with a death snipe which is just luck <laughs> well, that, that's quite handy because it's a bs you know banner you can get yeah a it's a banner gone isn't it? yeah so that's quite good um it didn't continue that way all the way yeah, I, didn't, I didn't realize you effectively played a mirror match to me apparently so yeah mm. all um so Dragon goes hunting for the Hell Cannon because in turn his turn one he lands a Hell Cannon hit straight on the wizard's head. So I'm already burning genie dice to pass the ward save on him. Um I this is a one where like I, for some reason I just didn't know what to do or what to go for. So I probably should have just gone straight for the cannon anyway. Um Yeah. With everything and then turn them around. But and so the, the dragons are sort of dancing around in the middle of the the board. I tried to cast Doom and Darkness on it to make it fail its leadership test, but he rolled a three. <laughs> so even on whatever leadership it was, it was easily passed. Yeah. Um. So he gets tied up fighting that for about three, three combat rounds, or perhaps even more, because he just passes the um, the ward saves again. In the meantime, um, he's uh, Dragon. So he's Demon Prince. Has come forward, but he's um, skull crushers make a 10-inch charge on the uh, silver helms and just annihilate them. Right, yeah, right. that's not good. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> it's, it's not a great start. That's there's a flag <laughs> down. They uh, overrun and then go into the bolt throw, which is next to them, and go through them and off the board, um, and then come back. So that I mean, at the price of a bolt thrower and a unit of silver helms. I bought myself an extra turn of them not doing anything, which is not really a, a great trade, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> um, but in the middle, the Dragon Princes go into the uh, Demon Prince, which I don't know if I've got this as my next picture. Uh, yeah, this mess in the middle. So Glorious. the yeah the silver. So the Dragon Princes initially go into the Demon Prince, who's got a magic weapon, and they've got the Banner of the World Dragon. So that goes nowhere for a bit. The big unit of um, warriors goes into the side of the uh, dragon princes to help them out. They manage to pass their leadership because um, they make some... Uh, I mean, cavalry armor has apparently been significantly upgraded because I was making loads of armor saves throughout all this, where normally I just think if the cavalry just die because they haven't got one up, it's only two. No, they'll be on a three-up, wouldn't they, with warriors in the side? Well, I think he had halberds, so they'd be on a four-up. So um, they weren't dying in a, as a faster rate as I thought they would. So they, they managed to last long enough so I could put two dragons into the back of them. And then that unit, um, it was 
it broke, but I didn't chase it for some reason. I'm not sure why. Well, I, th I just thought because the banners would... It's the banners game, so the banners yeah. just die anyway. So there's no real... I'd rather have the, the, the turn the dragons around to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um. So they flee off... Well, they flee and then they rally. So the mage is still in there, but it doesn't matter at this point. Um. One of these units of Reavers is dead. The other one I've just pushed into the far corner at the top left-hand side. You can't see. I didn't take a picture of them because it's just Reavers doing nothing. <laughs> so they're there in the back line. Just like, I'll just ignore, I'll just keep them yeah. there because they, yeah. they get me a point at least. So this, the, the Silverhelms eventually get killed because that's right, his challenges, uh, he issues a challenge and my champion accepts. So that just goes on forever um, because he's got the two at ward save. Uh, yeah. Eventually he kills enough of them that the banner... I think he charges a chariot into the back of them, something like that. Anyway, the um, uh, juggernauts come back on um, and go up the middle of the board, and then he tries to bring everything back round to get back into the um, deployment zone. I think he gets a few in. So by the end, he's got six points. And I've got four, but because I've got the tournament army, it's actually a draw on six all. Yeah. you're right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but, uh, that, with, with, without the narrative list, does that mean he could take army, uh, like rule book items? I don't think so. Right. I think it's a universal rule. Because that would have been horrific. Um. Actually, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look what it says in the comp pack. But that was a, uh, you know, like we keep saying, you can just throw away units that you're not bothered about. Yeah. I mean, the Dragon Princes did have two banners in, so I probably shouldn't have done that. But it didn't matter. The dragons, I think, were killed off eventually by the Demon Prince or something charging in, some chariot charging in, rather. But it didn't really matter because by that yeah. point, it's all up. The genies end up having a fight, and I think mine just popped after failing a toughness test. But yeah, it's all narrative. I, do, I think it's great having them where you can just throw them away. But also, like, what I found was like I couldn't just ignore the dragons in my game uh, and go for the banners and go for the reavers because they're, they're flying around. The toughness seven, toughness six, and you have to waste time dealing with them and not playing the mission. That's what yeah. I found anyway, without any magic. Yeah, it says the armies uh, on campaign therapy do not have access to the magic items in the Warhammer rulebook. Good. Uh, but, like, but that, because you, I wasn't bothered about what the dragons were doing, you could be yeah. a lot more um, aggressive with them. Like, yeah, yeah I'm going to park them in front of here, I'm going to run them into this, because if they die, it doesn't matter, and they can it's, do a phenomenal yeah, amount of damage before they die. Yeah. Because that meant two dragons at the back is not great, but <laughs> it reduced that to I think the six of them left or something. So it was it was fun to just fly these things around and yeah, just not care about losing three hundred, four hundred points. Yeah, it, it's, that's not what we're. It's not mission. It's not kill points. It's mission. Yeah, points. That's, just, that's just brilliant. So that was um, it. Was a draw. And it was a good game, um, and it was a, a fun. 
just to just fly the dragons around and say, oh, we'll see if we can take on this huge unit of corn warriors. Oh, the, the dragon prince champion versus the um, demon prince. Like, imagining what that would actually look like. <laughs> did the dragon prince champion have the star lance? He did. Yeah. But, um, Beautiful. Beautiful. It, again, these the, you only need to hit a few lucky fives and sixes and stuff, and the entire yeah. you've had, the dragon the dragon prince champion or dragon prince in general because cavalry they've got one chance to get the attacks through yeah. because he's higher weapon skills, so he's hitting on fours, and he's much higher initiative, so there's no reroll. That combination isn't that effective, even if he's charging at strength six. So yeah. fours to hit, no reroll, fours to wound. And he gets a five at ward after it. But what else are you going to do? You just think, ah, they got the banner, they'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't actually wound them. Uh, we'll worry about this later. <laughs> so that was game I can't. I, I can't remember overall who won game two. I think it was the good guys overall. It was, yeah, because we were yeah. tied. Yeah, I think so. Going at a game, I don't think you or did. You send me anything of game three? I did, yeah. Horrifyingly, uh, is it this? Oh, <laughs> I'll see it's like Vietnam yet. flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Another ogre list. Uh, this one, yeah. I mean, Chris's, yep. This was uh, completely different to. Jakes that I played in that on game one. So I, I was like, ogres, okay. I can deal with them. I've already I've already beaten them. And he put it down. I was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um I also stupidly took first turn, but yeah. So he also had two units of uh did he have two units of manias? No, he had one unit of manias. And it was horrific. It was uh, I think he ended up having sort of like seven or six with the BSB and um, Tyrant or seven and the Tyrant. And it had uh, Stubborn and Swift Stride, which pairs so well with the Ogre Charge. You think you're rolling three dice, you're just more likely to get that 10. Mm. Um, and they had great, uh, yeah, they had great weapons. Uh, so there was Strength 7. Um, so they were horrible, and then he had his bulls, and they had, I think they had poison attacks because they had uh, additional hand weapons. Um, he had a bone grinder as well. He had a couple of cat. Um, can't remember. I think that's it, pretty much. He had a couple of cats. That unit, that unit, bone grinder, and obviously his genie um, with fire as well. So I was just thinking, right, what do I do here? Do I put Grob against his bone grinder and just hope that they sort of just start punching each other to death? Or do I just... Because everyone was rolling so many sixes against me with Grob. I was thinking, oh, no, I'll just throw... I'll throw a unit of skull crushers I've got. What have I got there? I've got 369, 18 attacks, hitting on threes and wounding on sixes. I'll get a few, I'll get a few through. And who knows, maybe I'll be able to just win combat and luckily he'll sort of run and I can just chop him down or fall over or something. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't quite happen. Um, so That's I put my plans. counter... So this is the one with the counter that you put down and you've just got to try and have uh, more banners within... Th was it six inches? S six inches and it's yeah, the six end inches. of 
the end, end of the of whole turn. turn, you yeah. get the point for every unit that's within six inches with a yeah. bargain. So, so I went first for some inexplicable reason. Um, and I moved my Marauders right up. I moved that unit of Gold Crushers there right up. Um, sort of asked around with my knights there, thinking, oh, maybe I can get a nice flank charge or something. Um, oh, there you go. There. He's got a second unit of money. Is it about there? I've got Grob on the left, thinking, oh, brilliant. Just marched him up there. Uh, I can get some nice arcs on flank charges. I'll just have to deal with the, the stupid cats. Um, but yeah, hopefully I can just stick around, get into the rear, and it should be all 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 good. Um, Chris then decided to basically charge everything. He charged one unit into that skull crusher unit. I think they got an ogre charge. He also charged both the tyrants unit and the bulls into the marauders. Um, he only needed a five. Uh, he got it with the bulls, but thankfully. Failed with the man eaters and failed to wish dice it. Ooh. Yeah. So I was just thinking, oh, I don't really care about being charged with the Marauders. I'm strength five, first round of combat anyway. I've got, what was it? I think it's 20, 24 to uh, maybe 36, 36 attacks. Something ludicrous. At, so I'm hitting on threes, wounding on threes. And I just thought this will be fine. I should be able to mulch this unit. Um, I didn't charge so I can just stand there and back up next turn, make it a harder charge or, or just move up and get in the face of that second man eater unit um, unfortunately I rolled like a man who's never seen a game of Warhammer ever in his entire life it was horrible it still it's, it brings me to tears just talking about it now what, what about the rerolls for? What 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 rerolls? Oh yeah, that's that's a different army. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's all nice when you can reroll your threes into more threes and poisons in in a wood. That's lovely. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's a thing of pure beauty. Um, Did this make you was, think? I wish I brought the wood elves. Or... Yeah, I'd just taken a unit of ten dryads and then just filled my rare with Eternal Guard, like every list. Um, keep it fluffy. But yes, yeah, so, yeah, keep it fluffy. Um, so the Marauders completely with their attacks. I think I did three wounds over thirty-six attacks, hitting on threes, wounding on threes, and he's not got save. Three wounds. Well, uh, I, just, I just thought, okay, okay, no, 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 that's cool, that's cool, that's fine. Um, they'll stay there, it's, it doesn't matter. He then proceeded to absolutely mulch the unit. Um, it was just awful. I didn't know what to do with the Demon Prince at this point, because I couldn't fit. I was in his front out there, so, so I couldn't fit there. I couldn't fit into the flank, because I think I passed my leadership test, but I didn't really want to. Uh, I just wanted to sort of to be overrun and then can deal with it. The Demon Prince who's unbreakable and really hard to kill. Um, and he, I, t- I said it to Chris after, um, he completely outplayed me. Um, his, his units of many has obliterated the Skull Crushers. The Knights just got wiped out by that same unit of many as he just marched stuff onto the uh, objective 
the unit of money is with it's 20, 32 strength seven attacks. Obviously, wounded on fours on Grob just dropped him and unfortunately didn't fall on them, which is was my only tactic that game, actually, just to <laughs> try and... <laughs> the only way I can do this is just to fall on him. He said, oh, yeah, these, these have got, what did I say, 32 strength five attack, uh, strength seven attacks. I was like, well, Grob's dead. Let's just fall on him. Because it's strength eight, D6 wounds apiece, they'll all be dead. But no, didn't fall on him. Uh, my skull crushes on the Strong right. tactic to rely on the death of your units to... Uh... Well, they don't. They don't have banners. Uh, they don't matter. They're extendable. <laughs> um, my skull crushes that went into his bone grinder then were embarrassingly stomped all over. Um, so I just I flew my demon prince up. I thought, right, I'm just going to get him into the, the bat lines, try and kill the tyrant just for some sort of moral victory. Um, I, he then got whacked to death by the bone grinder as well. Um, I, I, at some point, I think we almost stopped counting mission points. It was that bad. I think Chris just <laughs> felt sorry for me. He'd seen my dice and just thought, oh, well, bless him. Bless him. It must be his first game. Um, uh, it, it was horrific. It was something like when it was near enough. Like It was like a 20 nil. Um, it was, it was God awful. He got at least two of his units onto his objective marker he killed absolutely everything of mine i didn't have anything left except my genie um so yeah i just got completely annihilated and what was a, a wonderful day's gaming day's gaming turned into a waking nightmare so it ended <laughs> not necessarily the way you would have hoped uh it didn't even start the way i'd hoped <laughs> for the rest of the uh, weekend like Chris kept talking like finding me and talking to me like like I was some lost little puppy <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh he, he's been let out bless him let's 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 keep it let's keep his spirits up <laughs> um, uh, yeah how was uh, how was your game three well better than mine I assume no not really. Oh. <laughs> uh, where's the picture? Um, I was so wrapped up in this game um, that I forgot to take many pictures of it. And Is that Andy's? Yes. Oh, um, it's gorgeous. It's such a fantastic looking army. Unbelievable. So I, I did take pictures of the army beforehand because it's um, the giant in particular is amazing. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, but yeah, so this is... Um, the one where you've got to get near the objectives. I put my objective right on the top of that hill because I thought, capture the hill, why not? Didn't think about it at all. Didn't really matter <laughs> in the end. So he's got the um, uh, the corn narrative list. This is narrative because he's got the... There's two units of marauders, I think. Yeah, uh, like, two units of marauders? Is that right? I think... Because he came up to me at the start of the, the, the day and I think he, he said he's got one... And then he right. went for Warriors just right. for us, a little bit more punch. Um, he's got a unit of um, Ogres, uh, Bone Grinder Giant. Yeah. The, um, uh, what are they called? Skull Crushers, Demon Prince, and a Chariot. Um, and he wins the roll off, but 
he gives me the, the first turn. So yeah, which is yeah, which is the, the right thing to do. <laughs> so because he's deployed very like he's deployed on top of the objective, very compact. There's no real way in for the dragons. That's not that's not going to take me like three or four turns to get round. So I'm a bit stumped about what to do here. So the the first um, turn the um, the mage, the archmage, uh, gets purple sun off on the ogres and kills yeah. all but one, which will become relevant later on. <laughs> um, I just sort of, I don't do anything because you know when you sort of, I don't want to charge you because if I fail, you're going to charge me. Yeah, that, yeah. That and kind then of just, thing, and then you just regret doing that. Yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of like hovering off. Um, he comes forward. Um, a bit off this hill um he tries to make a charge with his demon prince and he fails and um it lands like i don't know 16 inches away from two me sevens and sixes dragon and i think hang on this is um you're never gonna get this chance again charge the demon prince with two dragons uh who just bounce completely off him um <laughs> He makes a load of five award saves, and I think we both burn out the genie in like three turns. The wishes are completely <laughs> used up, uh, so we, we weren't really playing the mission there. Um, the little dragon, oh no, the big dragon flees. Uh, the little dragon stays there. Um, so the little dragon gets chopped <laughs> up by the um, skull crushers because then they will be in the flank. Yeah. Uh, the because where the big dragon landed, um, he when he fled, it would be like I know he's a nine to rally. However, if he fails, he's going to be off the board. So that stops me from declaring a charge with my dragon princes. Because if I make the charge, it'll be out the um, out of BSB out of BSB range. Yeah. So that was like, a, what What do I weigh up more? I know how bad I am at ro um, rolling uh, leads of tests and we can't use the, the genie tests, uh, the genie dice anymore. But because the dragon had fled through the bolt thrower, that panicked the bolt thrower, which meant it couldn't shoot the very nicely lined up uh, flank shot on the juggernauts, which had overran. It's like, well, that's completely screwed that up. Um he declares a charge of his bone grinder onto my silver helms, who fail their um, terror test. Reroll, fail that. They run off the board. So, like, within about three turns, I had about I don't know four pieces left. It sounds like you had a, a, a very good dice game as well. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we're sort of mirroring each other quite a lot across the yeah, yeah. course of this. Um. So I've got two sets of reavers which are still alive, and in the sort of the back, I've just ran them up as far into the back as possible, and just thought they're there. I can use them later if I if I need to. He gets the um, marauders, I think, right up to where he, he's put um, his objective next. There's a tower in my deployment zone. It's right next to that. So he just comes up with his, his um, marauders and stuff up to there. So he gets the marauders. Um, the, this little giant is the banner bearer because there's no champion. So he's, <laughs> because he's now independent character or independent model, 
he can just do what he wants. So he zips around yeah. the tower, and then I can't actually because I've got so few pieces left. I've just got like the the dragon, um, the big dragon, the um, mage's dragon, and that's pretty much about it. And a, a unit of I think the dragon princes are probably dead by this point because um, they probably get chewed up by what do they get chewed up by? Well, anyway, they're dead or they're not very relevant. Um, so he's got two, possibly three things right next to the objective that I can't do anything about. And my two, because by this time the juggernauts have sort of turned back around and they're looking at the um, where the, the, the my objective is. So because you can only score at the end of the round, I can't put anything near there and get a point for it. Because yeah. he'll just charge into it and destroy yeah, it. it just kill it, yeah. So, at the end, he's just racking up points after points. And I managed to get, like, one point in by putting the Reavers at different different angles. So, if you charged, he'd overrun and go way the, the wrong way. But, and then reform. Yeah. But, um, so, I, I lost heavily. I think it was, I don't know, something like a... Thirteen three, I think it was. Um, Not better than me, but it, it was a great game because <laughs> I, like, I think I must have cast Purple Sun five times, and it was going to go through the Bone Grinder Giant, but he passed the Genie Save the Genie Dice oh, to swap God. that out, so that didn't do anything. And it was just <laughs> the, the our, both our genies are just exhausted by the end. <laughs> Mission points went out the window casting that, and it was. Even though I like it was it was irrecoverable from about turn four, it was still fun because it was like it was like almost a fight and retreat. Like what, yeah, you like what, what? Can I do anything? No, I can't. Can I get a point here? No, can I do this? So it ended up being I, I really enjoyed the game despite the fact I was being crushed, um, <laughs> which is not something you normally say in like competitive tournaments. No. Um. So it was actually, but like this, this thing you just can't account for. I think yeah. two dragons should rip apart a demon prince. They just didn't. Yeah, they, you've not just had rubber lance syndrome. You've got rubber dragon. Rubber dragon syndrome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the silver helms fleeing off the board. Well, that's like, so. That's that's one of my very few units gone. Um, and by the end, I just didn't have enough things to point at the things that were getting them points. Because if I went into one, you had two more there, still getting the points. And then yeah. there's, a, there's a, the threat of everything else, bone grinders, everything coming in. So I had to get out of the way of the stuff that could kill me and still point at the stuff that I needed to kill, which is just impossible with that few <laughs> amount of things on. But um, it was a loss, but I, I didn't mind. Um, no. I, had a, I had a great game. Um, I I, yeah, I, similar to me, actually. Yeah, I, I really didn't mind losing. I'd had two wins, which is more than I was expecting from the weekend. Um, and obviously, Chris was just so nice, <laughs> nice to play against. So he was just like, "Yeah, fair enough." Completely oh, outplayed. Getting, getting, at, at the point, sorry, go on. At, at the point where you're getting outplayed as well, it's just like, well, to be fair, fine. Like if it's just awful luck, then you occasionally you're like, oh, oh, this is rubbish. But I was just completely being outplayed, so I was just like, oh, yeah, fair enough. What a I was getting grief for spamming five. I think it was five purple suns. Like, well, yeah, but it didn't do anything. So. And we didn't even hear about those purple suns. No, the, that that was later. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, end of, end of day one win, yeah. draw, loss. So average. 
keeping up the uh, average and speed. win 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 loss. So I was yeah, I was thrilled with how it went to be honest. Um and I don't know who won the third one. I think it might have been I think it was bad guy. I think it was um bad guys, then good guys and bad guys, then good guys and then Yeah, the that there was like the cliffhanger for the last battle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After game three, we had to do the most important section of the... the... The only reason I went to the narrative weekend, really. Which is the quiz. Eighth of all. Yeah, and obviously, I went to the real Triple Crown GT uh, with Jack, who was also at the narrative weekend. So we were resident quiz winners because you, you only went to the... The sort of the afterbirth GT, the, the real one, because you have the no, warm the up, you have the no, warm no, up, no, and no, you no. have the real thing. No, 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 no. You had you have the finals, and then you have like that bronze medal match. No, no, no. You, you've got the practice event, and then you've got the real <laughs> thing. Because but, but we, we the, the answers to the quiz questions in the GTs are the same, so you, know, you could you could learn the practice questions and come and do the real thing. Well, no, we just went to the real GT and won it. So you weren't at the real GT. <laughs> I didn't Good see thing you. Too, otherwise, you'd have been steamrolled. <laughs> Seems unlikely. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is eighth of all, so it's eight questions on. It's fantasy in general rules. Uh, then on each of the races, yeah, and on their channel, on the Triple uh, Crown channel, and on the event itself. I thought it was. A lot of work put in by Scott because he did it like tenable, the game show. So, yeah, fair play to him for putting that much effort into it. He did it last year. It was the same, uh, it was the same format. So, was it? Yeah, yeah fair it's, play. It's really good because um, I'd never seen tenable. Oh, Missing out. Fair the fantasy version. Yeah. yeah. However, the amount of shit I got for not getting all the high elf questions right is just... Uh, Deserved. No, because it's all yeah. about it's all about efficiency. Because why get eight questions right when you only need to get four questions right? Because we still won. Well, yeah. I mean, you team up two super sort of super giants of the quizzing world. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what I'm going to call it anyway? The the best tie thing about that quiz was when I had nothing but shit from high H through to W. And then they asked the Wood Elf question, and you turned white. That that was that. That wasn't the questions. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I remember the question coming and immediately having sort of amnesia, <laughs> and and just like the 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 room went black. The walls closed in. Uh, you know that Key and Peel sketch where he's just sweating, just horribly, profusely. As your eyes bored into the back of my head, I just thought it's revenge. This, this is the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. Well, <laughs> I've been looking at right. I can name all the capital cities of the Elven kingdoms. I've learned the magic items off, you know, what they are in the book and where they appear. And then there's a question: What name uh, Tyrion and Teclis's, um magic items? Well, the, and the, well, the two most famous tiles in in the game. Do I never use? So, <laughs> why couldn't they've done um, Eltharian's items? What the blind? No, the uh, eighth edition one. 
Uh, the real one, blood. Well, he's sixth, sixth edition weirdos. <laughs> but anyway, that didn't impact our performance because we still got no. three drinks and we're still yeah. unbeaten. I mean, they may say the Triple Crown guys technically won, but one they... of the questions was like, name the Triple Crown guys. <laughs> Or name the Triple Crown armies. I, I think it was <laughs> write down the bank details and pin numbers of the Triple Crown guys, which is difficult if you the unless you're passwords. A, yeah, unless you're a team made up entirely of the Triple Crown guys, it's going to be hard. Uh, but but that, no, it didn't, didn't stop us reigning supreme. I think the most bizarre bit was both of us fluffing our respective alleged specialist subjects, but uh, easily acing the Dark Elf question. Yeah, the Dark Elf, well, the dark elf question was horribly easy. Just name all their special characters. Name, name, the, spe- name the best army in the game special characters. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, thought, I thought the Wood Elf uh, conundrum would come up uh, whilst I was on the dog, dog walk today, and I remembered the question, and I just reeled off all eight answers. It was the sheer pressure of having you glaring me down after giving you so much stick. It just—I I don't work well under that kind of just, that kind just of enjoy it. Like it's, it's very easy to be <laughs> a critic. It's difficult to actually do it yourself. Uh, like I had a similar experience today when I was um, cleaning the sink. It's like, oh yeah, that's of course it's defenders of all of them. Uh, crown of Safri, yeah. Royal Crown of Safri, Dragon Armor of Venarian, Sunfang, Sword of Teclas, Scroll of Hoeth, Staff of Lilaeth, Moon Staff of Lilaeth. Yeah, well, I'm thinking it. Easy as that. Heart mm, of Avalon. There you go. Yeah. So, technically, I should get. What, the what we actually did I've done it now. is. We handicapped ourselves on our respective <laughs> subjects to let other teams stand up with us longer at the end. Well, it was close, wasn't it? We only uh, it we was. I think we won by like two points. Two yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As always, um, I, I don't know if they're gonna because they're moving venues, and I hope they can still do that crowning the event thing. <laughs> Seventy people. <laughs> I have to get a, uh, a mic system on, won't I? <laughs> yeah, um, I hope so because. But I, I, the quiz that's is just all important. It. It's know, just so important. I know the games are great and fun, but because you don't have to go anywhere, you don't have to think where we're going to go. You don't have to force your way through coked up lunatics in uh, <laughs> in weather spoons. Yeah, just, everyone's there. Everyone's there for the same purpose. You know, everybody there. You can talk about the reason why you're there without having to yell or listen to whatever pop music is going on at the moment. <laughs> Although no, well, some, I, some I, people, I love it there. Yeah. So I well, hope you know, they still but, can do it. Well, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, I know it's a lot of effort on their part, but I wouldn't begrudge two GTs again or, or, or something like that because, like you say, I hope they can still keep it that, that personal it is almost like a personal touch of being at that venue because you just you're there, aren't you? You don't have to worry. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's another. I mean, that's why I don't mind at all paying the extra money because, like, well, that's probably 
that is what I'd rather spend my time doing anyway. So yeah, yeah. But um, after we were kicked out at midnight, I mean, some people. Uh, and then went, we all went to bed, and some, then we came back for the second day. Some people. So, went home. Mark, what was your fourth game? Well, before the fourth game, uh, I heard some people went to relive their well past youth and went to a trendy bar in the Slug and Lettuce and, oh, uh, God. and continued drinking. I yeah, I don't know who these people were. <laughs> I really don't. I, I mean, I would too. imagine after a day's worth of drinking on and off and a night of drinking, oh, that I, might impact yeah. the performance on the next day. Uh, I didn't think that far ahead, let's be honest. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, me and a, a number of uh, other inebriated souls. Uh, we went back to the hotel and then uh, Michael and Jack had the genius idea of going to bed. And I thought, nah, let's go slug and let it. I'm 21 again. Uh, it's, like, it's, I'm not, just like, it's not like some crazy intense place. It's just like a generic wine bar. Or no, it's really not anymore. That's what I thought it was. I thought, I'll just go in there reasonable chilled out drink no it was like being in revolution it was awful got in got told to turn my hat backwards instead of forwards right um right like ash ketchum yeah <laughs> and then nobody in that place would have got that reference no <laughs> and then crawled uh well yeah it's crawled to the corner of the bar for some reason stay for three more um, and staggered home uh, across the road to a hotel with a banging headache from some awful pop music and then fell asleep. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people of a professional nature or your employer might be listening to this. So <laughs> skip it. Or my wife. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Is that well? You binned the t-shirt, didn't you? So yeah, yeah. T-shirt, the mark of corn t-shirt found its way into corn's embrace, <laughs> Nurgle's embrace. Yeah, well, yeah. Nurgle's embrace, and Colchester will never be the same again after the, the Sunday morning. Yeah, that's what they want. Have you have you seen this man? Topless nerds. That's what everybody <laughs> wants. <laughs> it was the fact that we walked past the subway and the, all four of the Triple Crown guys we just sat there. In the window, eating the sandwiches. I I thought it was funnier after you told me what happened, and you had to <laughs> walk to the venue with no shirt on because you'd left all your clothing in the the venue. Uh, having Jack Jack having suggested we should take the stuff to the hotel the night before. Yeah, and me saying no, no, what not necessary. <laughs> the the funniest bit was when I thought, oh. Do you remember all those film crews that were filming some sort of boxcar race? So you could have been on the local news. It's like local derelict goes to Warhammer tournament. Colchester is in state of disrepair <laughs> with homeless vagrants walking the streets. Didn't affect your performance, I'm sure. So no, no, not all. Day two. <laughs> after after you'd been you know, 
have a full night's sleep and woken up with a clear head. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. What did you walk into on uh, the first of day four? Day four? Well, game four. Game four. Day two. I'm, I'm sat outside on the bench at the venue, <laughs> breathing in some <laughs> sweet oxygen. Uh, and this little gremlin just like, appears around the corner, rubbing his hands together. And I was uh, lucky enough to face Jack Cropper and his uh, freshly painted dwarfs by me. Um, and, and, and Jack, obviously, having shared a room with me that night, was fully aware of my capabilities. Um, uh, and, and Jack is somewhat of my kryptonite as well. I've played him about 10 times and I've beaten him none. Not once. Um, so yeah, it, it's not. <laughs> it was uh, amusing, but it was also a scenario that was absolutely awful for me because um, it was that sort of that far off deployment. Yeah, it was. Um, you were in corners. Like, you were in a two by two cube uh, or square yeah. in complete opposite corners of the board. Yeah, I, I thought about it um, leading up to the event as I was painting his dwarves, I was like, I wouldn't mind find it, facing this army. I think I can deal with it. It's only got one cannon. Yeah, the dwarf lord might be suited up because the narrative did... Kind of, I think it did help the dwarves because they could still take all their runic gear. Um, so they didn't really miss out on anything like useful from the army book. Um, so he had a dwarf lord that was tooled up to destroy anything uh, toughness five. It was. I think he went up to t- uh, strength eight, d three wounds, five attacks, six wounds, something ludicrous. Um, he had one cannon with forging. He had thirty hammers, ooh, thirty long beards, and two units of ten miners. And he had a. I think it was a water genie. I'm not sure. Um, but I just it was the fact that he could deploy his cannon on one corner of the board and I had to be an entire sort of, well, minimum what, like 60 inches away? Yeah. Something, it's, it's something even, ludicrous. It's even better than meeting engagement because yeah. you can't get any clear, further I, than I, two foot towards I, them. Yeah, I couldn't. Get, so I deployed Grob as far like forward as I could, basically. I was just thought, right, well, I'm just going to march 20 inches a turn. Hopefully he just doesn't kill Grob before he gets there. And I can stomp the cannon, then go into his back lines, and it'll be fine. Um, he also had a shard dragon, that was it. Um, so he had a shard dragon, so that was something to be wary of. I did not think about getting Grob into the shard dragon. I was just obviously cannon-blinded and handicapped in some way. Uh <laughs> Just he's just rubbing his hands the entire game, looking at me, shambolically staring down my nose at what I can only describe as despair on a tabletop. Um, so Grob moved round. By turn three, he was dead. Um, shot three times. I think he did four wounds, four wounds, four wounds. So he was just dead. Um, so Grob got to do nothing. Uh, what did he do? He ch- 
charged his shard dragon into my marauders. Just beat them because they just even with their attacks they couldn't get enough in base to base contact to do any sixes. Um, so they ran, fled away, meaning the banners were all broken. <laughs> so that was great. Um, yeah, it's a good start. It's a good start. It's a great start. He then just sort of truffle shuffled the rest of his little legs around. I went into the Shard Dragon with my knights. He eventually. What did he do? I think I eventually killed him, actually. I think I might have actually uh, got the Shard Dragon eventually. Um, but he then killed the knights with the long beards, killed the like skull crushers with more cannon shot, that kind of thing. He just eventually just absolutely just killed everything without me even touching. I think, I think Kenneth killed his long beards eventually because he's unbreakable. They can't hurt him because they were hand weapon shield. So they were hitting on fours, wounded on fives with two up armor and five up ward. So he was just there stomping them. And eventually I just thought, ah, whatever, let's go for it. He offered out Beridir on a solo challenge. Like, just walked out the unit, said, come on, I know what you like. You'll want to do this. So I charged him uh, to Beridir, and Beridir just one-shotted the demon prince. <laughs> so I just I didn't stand up once during the game, which is very unlike me. I don't usually sit down for him. Uh, I look over at the Triple Crown guys, and Max is just looking at me laughing. As a grey corpse in the corner, gets his ass handed to him by an army he's just painted for someone. It's, it's almost like it's not hubris, but it's something close. Yeah, it is. I think it was. It ended up in. I think I got no points, <laughs> just a two for the narrative list. But we didn't miss Gath once, um, and he just kept dispelling. Um, that was fun. <laughs> did, did your um, hangover impair? Are you going to blame that? Or um, no, I don't play well against Jack at all. I won't. Impair, I won't blame the hangover. I'll blame the lack of sleep and the fact that immediately after that game, I was then mysteriously taken ill. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, and so badly beaten you that you had to throw up. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd hit me so hard in the belly with a hammer <laughs> that I'd have to have to then throw up and go lie down on cobblestones. <laughs> um so yeah, and then eat two chips. Because that's all I could handle. Oh yeah, because so that was, went well. They were shouting out, "Who's who's these vegan nuggets?" There's one a vegan <laughs> nuggets. Scott, I think it was Max brought around lunchy, and I was just like autopilot. Yeah, I'll have that. And I put it, and I was like, "I don't want any food. What am I doing with my life?" So I ate two chips. Give Jack like five nuggets after he's just torn me a new one. Um, so I've painted his models. He's then beaten me to death. I've then fed him. <laughs> He just pulled my pants down. It's just a a <laughs> union of circumstances that's uh, conspired against you. Yeah, it was horrible. It was a horrible moment. Um, but yeah, and meanwhile, like 
the two other guys who came slugging letters, I'm looking over, and they're just like completely fine. Oh, this is awful. This is a horrible moment for me. Maybe you both spiked. Yeah. No, I started at 12. Oh. Well, there's your answer then. <laughs> yes. Oh, well. Live and learn, eh? <laughs> well, how, did, uh, how did game four go for you? Are we allowed to talk about it? Is it locked in the vaults at Torquelad? Uh No, I'll, I'll talk about it <laughs> in, in certain areas. <laughs> so I'm play, I was playing Jamie's... Um, Fantastically painted Chaos Dwarfs. Gorgeous, aren't they? Yeah, they are stunning. Like the orange edge on that. On that. I, I love on all these war machines and these armor. Yeah. It's all like orange edging, so it's almost like glowing. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, so we uh, line up square off. I do a similar deployment to game, game one, where they're sort of bunched up and fly off. So he's got um, Infernal... God, I think with their with their ranged weapons, what are they called? Uh, fire glaze. Fire he glaze. was talking to me about what you should take because <laughs> we did. We actually did a warm up game, so I played a different list to this, ah. um, where he didn't have. He just had one big unit of um, halberds, I think, or hand hand sword and board. So uh, yeah, we just said take two with fire glaze. <laughs> so that towers. Um... More or less in the middle of the of the board. So there's one unit of fire. There's another unit of fire layers on the other side. The genie um, moves up and occupies the tower itself. And then towards the camera, there's the um, uh, the skull cracker. Uh, yeah, iron, iron demon skull cracker. Yeah. And there's a normal iron demon, and he's got a hell cannon in the back. Um, so, uh, I think. Well, there's, I, I know Iron Demons rip apart monsters with their shooting, and uh, there's a Hell Cannon as well, which I, I don't like the look of that. <laughs> so, have you played so, a? Have you played against a Skullcracker before? No, never. Ah, oh. I can only assume it slices things up in combat. But... I, it 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 tears infantry to pieces, and it can do. A lot of damage on the charge. I assume it would be something horrific. Yeah, 2d6 impact hits. 2d6 thunder stumps. <laughs> yeah, don't want that. Um, but anyway, you can see uh, the villain of the piece at the top there, the um, Archmage <laughs> on the dragon. So because of where I'm deployed, most of his stuff is on this side of the um, tower. So most of the units there. Um so I, I'm thinking, do I put the everything countering this, or do I try to get past it on the other side where there's only one unit, and then I can get to the back lines and start of have a go at his characters or his uh, war machine, his uh, hell cannon or whatever, because there's a sorcerer prophet behind here as well. Um, so I thought, no, I'll, I'll put the the, the reavers just hang, they don't do anything; they just hang on at the back. Um, mm -hmm. But the the Archmage flies round the top there. Yeah. Um, he, he tries to cast Purple Sun at the um, Fire Glaives and it falls short. Um, so it doesn't do anything. That's turn one. Turn two, the um, the dragon, I just thought, to hell with that. I, you know, when you say throw away 
big units to see what they can do. So I just throw them all all the dragons at the unit this unit fire glaives here. Um they're they're stubborn, I think I um I don't know if they come with stubborn, I don't think there's a castell name, but they've got steadfast anyway. Yeah, I think it's steadfast. Yeah, because um yeah, that's just a normal BSB. But uh, whatever. I, I probably can grind them down um, with two dragons and thunderstorms and that. It, it doesn't go that well, but it, it, it goes well enough. Get countercharged by this um, Iron Demon here, uh, which at this point... Yeah, so the the big dragon manages to weather that and stay put. Um, and I think the Dragon Princes are just behind here um, with the banner. I think they're giving them stubborn. He's probably in range of that. So, uh, see, I'm stalling for time here for uh, as much as possible. <laughs> um, anyway, so turn two. Oh, is it three? I hope it's three, but it may have been two. Uh, the Archmage comes round the corner and lines on the side of the fire glaives on the other side of this tower. Highly uh, suspicious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, then six dice as purple sun, because it's fluffy <laughs> like that, isn't it? I think I rolled three three or four sixes. So <sighs> there we go. You at least um, do the courtesy of going down the hole. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> and then I roll an eight on the artillery dice. Which takes the purple sun beyond the um, where the iron demon is here, oh so God. it goes through two entire units of um, fire glaives. It clips the back corner of the iron demon. I think it leaves six left of the the unit on the other side of the tower. It reduces. Um, I think there's only like four or five of them left in this combat at this point, so it reduces them to two. And then it kills the Iron Demon. And uh, we didn't know what happened in a building for a template. Uh, so we D6. Asked, yeah, so we asked the, tri the Triple Crown guys, and so it's D6 hits. So it's D6 initiative tests on this genie. Uh, and I roll a five. Oh, God. So the genie... I mean, the genie is well. initiative five, isn't it? Yeah, it's initiative five. But oh, roll it. five dice, so yeah. six comes up. Um, so that's like no wish thirds. dice. Uh, I don't know if he failed the test. Oh, something, God. something horrendous happened anyway. I think he might have. Yeah, I think he did say something like that. It was either he failed the test or there was two sixes. <laughs> there was some reason why it could. Oh, anyway, you're a bad man. You're a horrible, horrible uh, man. Well. I I thought it would feel great to purple sun and art because you know you hear oh purple sun you can purple, purple sun and army off the board yeah, yeah. and I've never seen it happen and uh, it, it's not all it's cracked up to be it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't feel very good at all. Um, Jamie's face just drop. Yeah, but like <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm I'm trying to make light of the situation, but he did say like I didn't enjoy that game and like I, I, there's no. I can see exactly why because it's it just deletes your yeah. entire army off the board. There is no real way to have a good time when that's happening. No, I no. don't think. Um, and if I was in the situation, you know, it wouldn't be a, a 
it's hard to say, oh yeah, I had a great time when you just deleted me army with one with one spell. Yeah. Um so that's that's fair enough. If, if it's any consolation for you, Matt, he did come up to, up to me after the game and say, Oh yeah, really nice guy, but I did not enjoy that game. <laughs> well, at least he didn't say I didn't enjoy the game and he was an arse. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Small win there, isn't it? Yeah. Um so the Skullcracker charges the uh Dragon Princes and mows them down. Um I've ran off the um Battlestander Bearer to claim a point here. So he's wow. ran off to try and do some stuff. The um Hell Cannon uh, and the big dragon have a fight which lasts way longer than I, I thought it would. <laughs> um the, is, that um two is that two times you stuck a dragon into a hell cannon, it's just stuck there. Every big thing that I've charged the dragons into has done nothing, just bounced, it's bounced off. Um, oh, the, so the wizard did miscast and he did go down the hole and mm. die. So, mm. Justice. So, yeah, but the damage was done at that point. Well, yeah. Um, that Sixers dragon flies into the sorcerer pocket and bounces completely off him. Even the Thunderstomp doesn't kill him. And then he's got some sort of thing where it's like... Uh, Black blood of Hushut. Is that because it wounds on his armor save? I think so. I think I've yeah. Got, yeah, I think uh, Jamie said he just threw the black blood at your dragon and killed it or something it, like that. Yeah, it died. So I had to put yeah. the previous mount of the the mage who's gone <laughs> somewhere else. He went into the side and killed the sorcerer prophet. So you have to expend two dragons to kill one sorcerer prophet. Uh, the dragon prince has run off, um, pursued by the skullcrack air. Um, the hell cannon is eventually killed. Um, but it's a lot closer. I think it was, it's either six, six or six, five. And I, at, at the end of turn five, uh, Jamie says, well, you know, the, the game could end after yeah. this. Cause I was weighing up, do I do the genie thing now or, um, oh yeah, that's where the silver helms. So he, that's goes in the last, they're going at the last character to stop yeah. claiming that in the middle. Because because it's turn five, I think. Well, if it ends, um, I've lost. Um, or if I pop him now and I only roll a one, um, that's a, the best I can do is a draw. But in fact, what could have happened is he could have challenged out the uh, that character could have challenged out the um, Silverhelm uh, champion, Silverhelm champion, and yeah. survived that, and then um, sacrificed himself on the next turn, which would have been a win. So yeah. I think, well, I'll just have to risk it. Kill the genie, and I roll a six, which takes oh. away. So just not only purple sunning the entire army off the board, then stealing all six uh, mission points. Well, uh, that that, ha that has reminded me of what happened in my one against Jack, actually, that I forgot to mention. Turn five, I think, okay, this is not going well. Kill my genie, roll a one. It goes on next turn. Jack kills his genie, rolls a six. <laughs> We are having a mirror, mirrored experience. <laughs> so, yeah, not a <laughs> not the greatest moment in Warhammer in a fluffy narrative friendly. Are we calling it a dirty win? Yeah, yeah. Um, not not one I'm particularly proud of, <laughs> but it is a stunning army. Yeah, there you go. You, you purple sunned a, a stunning army. <laughs> And then felt bad about it. <laughs> so I've got a conscience. 
Um, so that put it out. I think bad, good, bad, good. I think that was the good guys won the overall yeah. battles there, which put it on a knife edge for the last uh, game. Good. Which was for you? I don't have any pictures of. I just have the genie conflict uh, that I sent you, but it might not be worth putting up. <laughs> Harsh. Well, you talk, and I will dig it out. <laughs> so yeah, my last game, having just been annihilated by dwarfs, was against John Lamin's dwarfs. Oh, nice. <laughs> who also had a shard dragon, who also had a horde of great weapon long beards with tooled up in exactly the same way Beradir, so to annihilate anything since Toughness 5. Um, a theme here. Yeah, it, it's good. Uh, BSB, but he did have, instead of two units of like 10 miners, he had one unit of like 20, 25 miners. Um, he then had a unit of 10 Quarrelers, 10 Thunderers, uh, and an organ gun and cannon. So I did think, well, this is, at least with meeting engagements, as it was just 12 inches, not 6 inches, it's a great scenario for me to just go, yeah, up the board, I'm in your face, turn one. Um, uh, he, he, he rolled his grudge uh, and got everything that hates everything, which Jack also got. Standard. Uh, so that was good. Oh, that was, you know, fun. But by this time, the previous taken ill had worn off. And the fact that my brain was concentrating, I felt fine. Uh, so, you know, game on. Full recovery. <laughs> Full recovery. Um, so I deployed my skull crushes on the left. And with the marauders of this massive tower that was in mid, practically in the middle of the board. Um, and they were both just facing off against his horde of long beards with the characters and organ gun. Um, and the shard dragon was just on that side as well. Then on the other side, I had my chaos knights, Scorby, skull crushers, and demon prince. Um, and he had his shooting units on that side. Obviously, the miners were off the board for now. So I just thought, right, sod this. I took turf, took first turn, which was great, and just marched everything up the board full speed except the marauders and skull crushers on this side were a bit more cagey because the shard, shard dragon on long beards I didn't really want anything to do with for now. Um, so I just thought, right, they'll get one turn of shooting with their crossbows and, and uh, handguns. I kept Rob and Demon Prince hidden behind that massive tower for turn one. Um, I just moved everything up. He got one turn of shooting and did basically nothing. Uh, so I charged the Gore Beast, the Demon Prince, and the Juggernauts into the um, Handgunners, or Thunderers, and Quarrelers. Gore Beast failed, but the Crushers and uh, Demon Prince got in. They completely wiped both units, then overran off the board so they couldn't be shot, uh, which I thought, lovely, brilliant. So then I just moved, moved around, so it's going lovely. He then, he has a gyro bomber and it's just trying to drop bombs on my knights. Um, eventually takes them down to just the banner. And for the rest of the game, it's like a Benny Hill sketch with that tower. <laughs> just <laughs> standard barrier, just running around with the <laughs> gyrocopter chasing it, dropping bombs, chasing it, dropping bombs. Um, and that was 
basically until the last turn of the game for those two. Um, you can see here in the picture that we've got exactly the same 3D printed genie. Uh, so the rest of the Triple Crown guys came over and just said to John, why aren't you just having genie on genie action? So we just agreed to march them both out, ran at each other, and just had a pillow fight for five turns with the two genies um, until eventually having done three wounds the first round of combat and him doing none until the last round of combat he killed me i didn't kill him um he did fail his toughness test once but wished it back so he, he was fine so i lost my genie to his genie um the demon prince then came on and charged into the organ gun at the back of the lines obviously killed that um, the Gore Beast ran across, killed the, I think it killed the cannon, uh, the, and the miners, the Demon Prince and the uh, chariot killed the miners, uh, then both overran into the artillery. The Skull Crushers came on and got absolutely annihilated by the Shard Dragon. It's, uh, it's breath weapons, disgusting. It's strength 10 rolls against leadership. Oh, yeah. Um, so... And no armor saves, obviously, it's strength 10. So it just absolutely minced the unit of Skull Crushers. But they leadership 8? Eight? 8, yeah. yeah. And they were out of range of the Demon Prince because he's not a large target. Um, but it means he's blown his breath weapon for Grob. Uh, I mean, Grob's leadership 10, but at least I'm not going to be wounded on force to that. Um, so I eventually just decided to put Grob into the Shard Dragon. Uh, and so begins Grob's final heroic act of the tournament, which was to jump up and down on the Shard Dragon until it was dead. But that was fun. Um, the Demon Prince uh, charges the back of the Longbeards, who had been held up by the other unit, Skull Crushers, for three turns, which was just ridiculous. Um, and then I challenged out Beridir, and they didn't kill each other. I think they both ended up on one wound by turn five, and then it was the random turn length, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so we rolled the random turn length, and we finished on turn five. My Marauders had gone into the back of the Longbeards, and I got them down to five Longbeards and uh, to the BSB and, the, and Beridir. Um, so I think if it had gone one more turn, I could get Grob into the flank of that unit. Um, and I think I'd have managed I think me and John worked it out because we were both six dice in the mission point spell and neither one of us was miscasting so that was rubbish um, but we worked out that if we'd have played one more turn he might have won by one or I might have won by one but in the end I think John ended up because of that he'd won by like five but I have to say this was probably my favourite game of the weekend because it was just it was just really really bloody it was just move forward whack things and it was ludicrous there was some stupid dice rolls um so yeah i had a really good time on that game but unfortunately finished the entire weekend having gone two and oh to be two and three and two heavy losses to dwarfs i'm blaming my state on the second day frankly not enough Alka-Seltzer. That's, that's my diagnosis. <laughs> Jamie kept coming across and offering me Barocca, and I was just like, no. 
No, stop. Stop trying to ply me with Barocca. <laughs> and then the... you said, have a pint. Yeah, hair of the dog. I can only imagine how that would have gone. Swift recovery. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Painted models in something that shouldn't be painted. Anyway, how was your final game? <laughs> well, nothing got painted and stuff it shouldn't be painted. Um, I ended up playing uh, Barry and his Orcs and Goblins, so I was very happy about that. Um, have you seen his army? No. It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, you had two massive blocks of um, Orc boar boys, big horde of uh, savage orcs, a little unit of little unit of savage orcs, a few bits and pieces of goblin artillery, um, a, a unit of goblins, two chariots, and a level four, I think, on the I forget which one well, it must have been the, at, the, the big it must one. be little because they they had to have a savage or big boss, uh, war boss, didn't they? Yeah, um, uh, but I suppose you could fit both in. And then he added level two on the one. I think that's how it was. Or it might be the other way around. Anyway. So um this was just a really nice, really um a really great game. Um and because I got me two um I got me two wins, even though one of them was in questionable circumstances. <laughs> and only one loss. Uh, you know, like well I don't actually not that I'm playing to win anyway. Believe it or not, based on what I'd just done in the previous game, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't bothered about what happened on the end, at the, like winning, losing, or drawing, because I got two wins. I can say I've at least the worst I can do is two wins, two losses, and a draw. Yeah. Um, and Barry's just a a really nice guy to to play against. Yeah. Um, so. Deployed my army across, like you're saying, it's just two armies facing each other, 24 inches apart. Um, just put the dragons interspersed between the um, the knights. Uh, the mage goes up the side in a familiar tactic that you probably have seen in a previous battle. Oh, there's there's a close up of oh. um, Barry's savage orcs. That is like um, oh, Bet Lynch classic. the orc there. Yeah, that is classic. <laughs> so. Um, Anyway, they um, they come forward. He fails a few animosity tests, but it's it's not that horrendous. They they come forward. The savages in the middle, but they're like they're the closest thing that I can charge. I think. Well, I'm just going to see what the dragons can do. So the silver helms, the dragons go into this unit of savage orcs. So the dragons are in the front. The silver helms are in the side. Um, I've flown the. I don't know if I've got it up here. I oh, know that's another one. Um, I fly the um, the mage up to the the far side beyond that big savage orc unit because there's um, a chariot there. I try to snipe it out with spirit leech or something that doesn't work. Um, so I cast purple sun. Don't hate me. Uh, I managed to kill one chariot and I think two savage orcs because it only clips the unit. And then I do the you, same. You aimed, you aimed it to only clip, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only way I, I did do, I wanted to kill the chariot because if he charged the um, impact, hit the dragon, or it could kill the mage or whatever. But I'm lined up. 
on the, on the next turn, I'm lined up to basically do the same thing, put Purple Sun all the way through the, the army. And Barry's going, well, go on then. You, you know, the next thing is to Purple Sun it. Like, if you've played Barry before, he's he's completely not bothered that you're going to do that kind of thing. Oh, go on, that's the thing to do. And like, I'm not going to do it. I refuse to cast Purple Sun for the rest of the game because I wanted to actually have a game, not end it in turn two. Um. So I want points for that. I want sportsmanship points. It, it wasn't because of the stick. I think if I'd purple sun Barry off the board in turn two, I'd have probably been exiled. And lynched. <laughs> Chased out of Colchester. <laughs> but I didn't want to do it. It wasn't, wasn't just because of the physical consequences. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the dragons go into them and the silverms go into the side. They overrun into the savage orcs. Uh, so the dragons do sort of the they're in the front and the silver helms are in the side of the savage orcs for whatever reason the silver helms make loads of saves um on the when he's making attacks back they win uh so that unit's run down i think the savages last the big unit last two turns of <laughs> getting killed um the pigs um come round to kill the bolt thrower is um artillery shreds the um the dragon princes they cut well they don't get a save against um doom divers and stuff so i think there's three of them left so i just run like try to help get they just they're out of it so they just run off um hide somewhere um does he it doesn't get any like the movement spells hand of gork or foot of gork or anything like that um so they're not really under threat by that uh, I think the bolt thrower kills a few pigs, then he gets killed. Um, the reavers might die to some kind of shooting, um, but it, it all sort of happens up there. So there's like this big melee, which I got this exciting picture of. Um, but at this point, that's the Sixers dragon trying to kill the um, uh, Doom Diver catapult, uh, which you can't do. It bounces off that in on its charging turn and i think it's down to like two wounds so we've got about three three rounds going can this crew actually because they're the same initiative can this crew actually kill the dragon which they can't in the end but um that that was you know like the dragons bouncing off stuff that's the <laughs> ultimate example of that it's the ultimate rubber dragon <laughs> the big dragon Manages to kill. It, it, it takes them two rounds to kill the genie as well, because if the um, the ward saves and that, um, the silver helms turn round and go into the uh, the goblins behind. These are not night goblins because uh, you couldn't <laughs> take them. So I was like hovering around, going, oh, "Is something going to happen at eight inches?" Like, no, there's there's no there's no night goblins here. Like, oh, okay. Was not expecting. Yeah, it's better than I thought. Hasn't survived. Yeah. So. Um, I think we get to five turns, and I think it's something like six to three or something like that. We're missing, but we weren't really keeping much track. Or I get the D three for the I kill the general. I get the D three yeah. for the banners. I think I cast them the spell about two, two or three times. Me, but it didn't really matter. It was just um, a really nice way to finish the the event. Yeah, well, you're play, playing your last game against the person who 
won most sportings. Not a bad way to end, is it? Yeah, well deserved. You got the point. Yeah. You got the point from me because it was just such a nice way to end, and it's just like it was a. I mean, it's not a competitive environment really, but it was just a really chill way to end the tournament or event. But unfortunately, the good guys lost and it was all tallied up. Jezebella managed to defend the kingdom and uh, and the the rightful rightful forces took home the glory. So all that rebuilding defense contracts that were signed, it was all for nothing. Yeah. Have your democracy back where the uh, the sun don't shine, where the purple sun don't shine. (laughs) Yeah, the enemies of liberty and freedom and democracy had a minor prevailed temporarily. (laughs) Yeah, that was that. But again, it like I I really enjoyed the last one. I really enjoyed this one. Um, Yeah, I have to say it was my first narrative, and it it won't be my last. Like you say, it's just a different way of playing. I mean, you don't you, you get to put toys on the board that you don't usually. Yeah, there's well, no way pe- I'd be. People have people have got different lists. You're not coming up against Dark Elf list A or, or Wall of Nurgle. Um, so yeah, it's just really nice. And I think it was nice that um, as many people as could bought into the narrative list thing because um, yeah, I mean it's not possible for everyone, and you know there's no restriction on not on the, like say you can't bring a non-narrative list. But yeah. it's um, it 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 all builds in the theme like they're all. Is it, yeah, you, it, do, it makes it worthwhile for the guys running it, doesn't it? If, yeah, if they're running a narrative and everyone just brings run, run, everyone just brings world dragon bombs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then then what's the point? But uh, no, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I hope they and, do. And quiz champions again. Quiz champions didn't win the t- event altogether. Chris, uh, you played. I played, yeah. He had f- uh, ogres. five wins, so he got. Yeah, he was the, the only person, wasn't he? Yep. He got uh, the tray. The, uh, um, the tray of victory. Yeah, he, he went up to table one second game and, and stayed there. Jack did well, didn't he? He got four. Jack did do well, yeah. Four wins yeah. in the draw. Yeah, he did. He did really well, actually. Yeah. Don't, don't, know how, don't know how we lost. We had all the, the best players. <laughs> well, no, Chris said he was, he was just tired of carrying you all. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing he said that after I'd uh, dropped him off. Like, <laughs> after you'd driven 4,000 miles. <laughs> it's a nice five and a half hours home. It's nothing, though. Oh, don't mind driving at night, because it's... There's nothing else on the road. Coming down was a different yeah. story. That's true. But yeah, that was uh, another narrative. If you've never been to a narrative before, I would strongly recommend them. Just for yeah, absolutely. A bit fun, as they say, and using models that you don't. I've had. It's actually inspired me to paint the Carmine Dragon after it's been. Somebody gave me it for free, and I just Unbelievable. repaid the gratitude by keeping it in a bag for two years and doing nothing with it. Now he's painted, so I can use him again. Perfect. Don't know if there I'll, you go. Don't know if I'll use death magic again, but we'll see. Yeah, why don't you just bring a Carmine dragon with Elspeth von Draken on it? She's that not, seems your. She's not. Yeah, that's, that seems your kind of. She's kind not of an gig. elf. She's not an elf. You can't. You can't elf. get a um, emperor. Elspeth. Elf. <laughs> We're cutting that out. Um, <laughs> you can get an emperor Carmine dragon on death. 
who's 700 and something points. Yeah, with a ridiculous breath weapon as well. It's a D3 wounds in a cannonball line. It's like a cannonball, yeah. Maybe next year I'll bring that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, you got, got any more events lined up? There's Scotland, uh, which is probably going to be the last one of the year, which I'm thinking of. Well, I was up until game four thinking of bringing a Arc Mage and a Dragon with Death and a Phoenix Guard <laughs> Horde. Um, Wait, is, is Scott going to that? Yes. Uh, and well, then you won't be the only one with Death Magic, so you're <laughs> all right. But it's only a one day, so taking a positive list is more impactful. But I've got a plus four um, Highlander, which is a concept I've never been familiar with until trying to get a positive list. I might get a plus oh. four with a Phoenix Guard Horde and a level four on Death on the Dragon. Only one unit of Reavers, basically. Yeah, one unit of Reavers, yes. one Eagle, one of everything. One Phoenix. One, yeah. <laughs> the list writes itself. Yeah. It's fluffy, it's a Phoenix list. It's got a Phoenix Guard in it, it's fine. Yeah, there you go. Phoenix Guard are famous for <laughs> teaming up with Death <laughs> Arc Mages. <laughs> Is that you for the year then, or have you got anything uh, Event-wise, yeah, but I think there's a group of us... Uh, as you well know, go into Warhammer World on the 26th of October. Which has been... Uh, you, you decided that you're not... You're, you're above us. Well, we're if, beneath you. If they will decide to plan these things on days I'm not available without checking with me first... Have a word with Rob. That's all I'm saying. He seems to be the common denominator in uh, in <laughs> causing issues. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll go for that, and I'll probably take what else now because I'm having withdrawals in terms of not reroll. Have to get I need my rerolls. And two ladies on that big bird. Oh, they're, they're an auto include. <laughs> it's just an auto include. I don't know how they're plus one comp. It's just like just as good as a, a Lariel, but oh, better. You, you can't kill these. Well, let's look no further into it. <laughs> Right, well, uh, thank you for coming on and regaling us. Oh, thank, thank you for having me. Anytime. Or mm-hmm. one more time. <laughs> Hinting on what you know. might be to come. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll keep my top on for that one. Uh, no, that's not what we agreed. <laughs> it's in the contract. <laughs> well, th- thanks again, and we will see you on the next one. Right, cheers, see you.